Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas the podcast. I'm Zoe and I'm Georgia and we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations, tips and tricks, products we love and brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. Oh, it's Christmas week. It's Christmas week. What are the stress levels like? Do you know what? I, I thought I was really organised. I do it every year. And you know, you're like, oh, I'm so organised. I bought my first present on the 1st of December. And then it gets to the week before and I'm like, shit, there's so many people I haven't bought for. I mm. haven't wrapped anything. What? Why? I feel like I need a remi- like a person to remind me to be like, right, week one, buy presents. Week two, wrap. Them. Yeah, I tell you, I tell you what I think it is, and I, and you and I are quite similar in this area. Is that we we really, um, you know, we, we like to work to a deadline, but at the end of the day, if that is done on the day of the deadline, <laughs> yeah. that's okay. To, you know, our personalities can handle that for some reason. Like yeah. I wish I was one of those people that was just like two weeks before. Do you know what? I'm all done. I'm exactly I'm the same. Wrap I'm, them. I mean, that's yes. the bit, isn't it? It's like yeah. I can't imagine sitting wrapping on the first week of December, but then yeah. it gets to this week and I'm like, Shit. oh, yeah. why am I one of those people and I can just relax and enjoy my evenings? I see people like on Instagram, they've got their feet up and the fire's on and they're drinking a glass of champagne and I'm like, oh, how lovely. And then there's me like in the loft. <laughs> Shit, where's the wrapping paper? Where have we hidden this? Where's that present? Where's that? Every single year. Yeah. Like, Come on, it is us. We just got to just accept it, haven't we? My stress is that I'm obviously Father Christmas has got to come to Kenya oh, and find yeah. the kids. So um, I'm I'm trying to instruct Father Christmas to make sure that he knows where we are and knows exactly what to buy. But I've also got to take presents out for Mum and my sister and all that kind of jazz. But then I've got a pack for the kids as well, and I'm on Dev's show every single night this week. Um, oh my god! So it's it's and then, and then I'm like I've got a train as well. And I'm thinking that that might just take the hit now. Like nothing can be done anyway. Yeah, one thing has the to give. Doesn't bodies, it? Just, yeah, I'm just going to fuck it <laughs> and just go for it. Um, but Whatever. yeah, do you know what? We'll, we, we'll get there. We will. We will get there. And actually, at the end of the day, if you can sit with a glass of wine with a fire and wrap at the same time how was your weekend how was your weekend it was good it was really good we um it was really busy we went to see santa with some friends on saturday um and yeah it was it was nice we did like a breakfast with santa because the idea of like queuing up outside just (laughs) doesn't i just can't do it 
<laughs> so we went to this hotel and we had like breakfast with Santa. It was, I mean, it was fine. It was really nice. And then we were going over to White City House and there is a new Hamleys in White City. So we, wow. we nipped in there. It was actually really good. Like it was actually really weekend. good. I think you forget how good Hamleys is. Like the kids loved it. They had like little now stations for the, like for the kids. There's a big slide in there and it wasn't that busy. Um, and so then we kind of did all that stuff with the kids in the morning and then by the afternoon we could have like a grown-up lunch so Love it was that, really George. nice how about Nailed you it. what did you do um we took the kids swimming that was really nice, nice. We, we went for like a nice warm swim and you know I hate getting my kit off in this country but actually oh, it was yeah. it, like it was like a bath that I was happy with that they loved it um we attempted to go to football but um when we got there full Whoa. kit it was off <laughs> yeah I was gonna say was oh off. my gosh but it didn't say that on the website. So Kit was like full Kit wanker with his like shin pads oh, on and everything in his new pads. kit. And then, and then when we arrived, there just wasn't a soul in sight. Um, I obviously worked both days as well, but the shows are going so well at the minute because it's just festive fun. So we're just, yeah. every single link is about Christmas and I'm actually really enjoying it. So that was fine. And then I DJed at my mate's house party on Saturday night. Um, got to bed at three. Luna came oh. in at six and then I had to go to work. And I text my oh. producer being like, I think I'm a bit drunk. So I had to get a taxi in. The whole thing was a bit of a nightmare. Oh my God. I I cannot imagine three hours. I reckon, I reckon, is it sometimes better when you're like hysterical? You know, like I Mm. I sometimes feel like when I'm really hungover and still a bit drunk, I can just waffle and waffle and waffle and waffle and just talk a load of rubbish. So (sighs) I I actually think that works quite well on the radio. Yeah, waffling generally doesn't work that well on the radio, George, which is why I do what I do and you do what you do. But um, but no, the thing was pressing the buttons because you know when you're hungover slash still a bit pissed, um, you 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 know you're a bit all over the shop. So I was thinking I've got to fire the news here. I hope I hit the right button. But actually, do you know what? I'm a pro. We had we ate we ate omelette and chips for breakfast with beans, hash browns, and it put me back together. I was fine. I've been in worse states. Well done, well done. That is, I mean, yeah. Yeah, hats off. I deserve a fucking medal. You do. You really do. I couldn't do it. I'd be waffling all sorts of nonsense and everyone would turn off and listenership would be down. Like and then you'd lose your job. 100% on that day. Yeah, it'd be all over. <laughs> <laughs> listenership was down 100% on that day. <laughs> yeah, zero people listened to Heart on Sunday. What happened? <laughs> now listen, George, we need to get into today's podcast because we we've got the last of our live podcasts going out today. Yeah. From the live event, if you didn't manage to make it down, uh, and this one was such a brilliant chat. We actually did it at the end of the night. So she was our last girl on the stage. Our last girl. girl. She was our lady. last gal. <laughs> last lady on the stage. Um, and we've known this wonderful lady for, you know, a couple of years. She's been on the podcast before a couple of times, actually. Yeah. One of the most listened to as well. Just a fountain of knowledge and calm. And uh, we decided to talk about, you know, kind of dealing with the overwhelm, dealing with the sort of the juggle, the endless feeling that you're frazzled. And she gave us some really good tips and hints on how to combat that, didn't she? Yeah, she really did. It's something that's come up a lot this year in particular. And we probably think it's off the back of, you know, COVID and all that kind of stuff where people started to slow down, but then actually yeah. took on about a million different roles and mm. the lines were blurred between work and home and it all just became too much. And actually that's something that hasn't gone away. Yeah. So it was something we really wanted to cover in the and we couldn't think of anyone better to do that with. She actually made me feel really calm. I wonder if you could notice in our voices, actually, the difference when she came on and started talking to us. Because I definitely feel like my shoulders like relaxed. And I, yeah, it's weird. 
good. Um, it was a nice one to end on. Yeah, and there was a brilliant little exercise in there as well. So when you're listening to it, if it's safe to do so, obviously not when you're driving your car. Um, yeah, you know, that. just just have <laughs> no, don't do that. Have a little go at it, Georgia. Who are we chatting to today? We are chatting to the incredible Anamatha live. Ladies and gentlemen, time for our final conversation of the evening and what a woman that we have got lined up to close proceedings tonight. She has been on the podcast before. She's one of the most listened to episodes and um, I know that lots of you are very, very excited about seeing her this evening. A mother, a Sunday Times best-selling author, psychotherapist, it's Anna Marta! Yay! Yay! Gorgeous oh, shoes. Look at her dress. It's like my bedtime. Shoes. This, this is, is your bedtime. bedtime. Uh, hang on, Zoe, it's our bedtime. We, is it your bedtime as well? Yeah. I mean, we, we had a nap during the interval. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 we did. Had a little lay down. <laughs> um, thank you so much for joining us this evening. Thank you for having me. Um, life is pretty busy for you. Author, podcaster. Lots of different things. Does that make you feel exhausted? When we... Life is pretty exhausting yeah. at the moment, isn't it? I think for everyone. Yeah. I'm shattered. <laughs> Try and stay awake for this chat. Really yeah, that's the fall asleep. I mean, that would be really very, awkward. Very nice, cosy kitchen. And talk to us about overwhelm. Um, oh, we, yeah. the, the last time you came on the podcast, we talked about the burnout, mm. about how, as parents, we literally just keep going and going and going and going and going until our bodies just stop working. Um, how do we recognise the signs of overwhelm and stress? So I think overwhelm often occurs when we kind of push through our own limits. What's going on in our bodies when right. we're experiencing it, it that? It is stress. It is stress. It's, you know, it can feel like anxiety. You can feel like your heart is racing. You can feel like that pain in your chest. You might feel like you're literally bracing yourself. And the reason for that is that we have this physical response that is designed to keep us safe in times of stress. So something is going on that is triggering that stress response. It becomes really quite problematic when we end up living in that state. Mm. You know, and I, I said the other day, I feel like I'm on a treadmill that is going too fast for my legs and I cannot find the button to slow it down. Mm. Yeah. That's how I feel. I saw a meme the other day that said um, adult, adulthood is just saying it's going to slow down next week. Forever and ever. And ever. <laughs> oh, God. And ever. Yeah, you do find yourself kind of playing that when-then game. Yeah. You know, when Christmas is over, then I'll slow down. Yeah. Yeah. Do when this. the kids when go the back kids to school. Yeah. Or when they start school. And then it's like, and then when it gets to the, the holidays. And I think we just, if we're living like that, which I think many of us probably are, we need to find a way that is more sustainable and respectful. I'm so aware how quickly life is going. I literally cannot mm. believe that my son is this tall. Mm. And I oh, look don't. Back, Actually, it makes I've me got, feel sad. I know it does. And, and if anything, I think sometimes it's easy to want to avoid thinking about this because it does make us sad. But I'm trying to use it as a tool to make me slow down and be mm. a bit more present. Right. And I've got this thing on my iPhone where it just shows me like little slivers of photos. Do you have that? Yeah. Like memory. Oh, the yeah. memories pop up, yeah. And then there has like a sad song to it oh, or something God. and you're like, <laughs> oh, you're crying and you're shy laughing. I was all right and now I'm not. <laughs> I look back at some of those photos and I almost, it's like, I can't remember that even happening. Mm. Yeah. You know, we're kind of just going at breakneck speed and life, we only get to do this thing once. And I know mm. this is really depressing. But actually, sometimes I think the things that we spend so much of our time trying to avoid thinking about, actually, if we just kind of acknowledge and accept these things as truth, then we can start being a bit more intentional about trying to find ways to bring a bit more balance or yeah. presence and rest. It's very hard to speak our truth, though, I think. 
Um, I, I find that quite difficult. I think for a really long time, you know, I know that Georgia and I have felt the same way, that we've just said, yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, we've got this. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, I'll do that. And I'll, yeah. I'll have no sleep. And then I'll go to work and then I'll come back and I'll do it. And it's just, it's really hard to put your hand up and say, do you know what? I'm actually not feeling okay today and I need somebody to help me. So why is it so hard to say those words? Why, why is the truth so scary to us? I think it just can become so much of our identity. And I think for many of us, if we kind of trace back in our lives and we might have learned that we had to maybe be grown up really young or perhaps there was stress or trauma in our lives and we just decided that actually the best thing to do would be just to be good or to be strong or to look after everyone else. That can be a survival technique at, at points, something that you had to do. It then just can so easily become a lifestyle and the mm. way that we respond to life. And, and in um, one of the books that I've written about worth, it's saying one of the most valuable things that we can start doing is actually undoing that and recognising that we... We need people. We need people to know how we are. And I think it can, you know, we can have this little voice that says, well, what's really the point if no one can change it yeah. or no one can take that stress away or no one can, you know, make that person better or whatever it is that is going on in our lives that just feels so vulnerable and we can feel helpless in. But actually, there's so much to be said in having someone walk alongside you in that. And I think back over certain times in our lives as, fam as a family... Maybe when we were going through kind of the loss of my sister, no one could take that away. However, there is so much value in having people alongside you. Because they might not know what you're going through, yeah. but they can still, people know what, it, know what it feels like to feel overwhelmed or scared or anxious. And we can empathize with each other. I think we need to be doing more of that. Yeah. And I guess we've got to practice that as well, haven't we? Because if we're so busy wrapped up in our own lives that we're not doing that for our friends, then how can we ever expect to get the same back? Same back. Mm. Yeah, it's like a discipline. It's like a practice. It's, mm. like, you know, it's like a muscle that we need to be kind of flexing Excellent. and strengthening. Mm. And it's hard. And I, you know, I think quite a lot about how some of the times in my life where I've looked like I've had it, most together are the times where internally I felt yeah. like most terrified of falling apart. And I think as mums, it's not easy to fall apart because... You almost can't. You can't. You know, I think back to when I had postnatal depression and I still had to get two kids sorted and out the house. Yeah. And I couldn't just be a heap on the floor, really, because who would do that? You know, who would do all the things that I had to do and... So I think it's really important just to kind of release the little valve every now and again, just with someone and take those steps of vulnerability. So it might be that someone says, how are you? And you're like, yeah, I'm okay, but actually I'm having a bit of a rough day. And then you feel kind of, you feel that discomfort, that vulnerability. Mm. And next time they ask, maybe you just say a little bit more and you say a little bit more and it does become it does become easier and we start to realise how important it is. I think sharing on that level is good anyway. Like, I'll literally tell anyone, like, the security guys at work, they like, they just go like that now. I'm like, I'm actually not coming. okay today. Like, oh, God, I didn't actually ask, but... 
I'm going to say, I've stopped asking Zach how she is. Crying all the time. No, but I, I, do, I do think, I think for such a long time, maybe even before we became mothers, we're just historically taught as women to just get on with it, mm. to just keep on going. You know, shut up and get on with it was basically a lot of the messaging that yeah. I heard. And I think, you know, just be the fighter, be the career girl, but, you know, be the all-powering person. You've just got to keep going, going, going. You do get to a certain point where you're like, I actually don't feel like I can physically yeah. manage this any longer. And also, yeah. like, I'm going to break yeah. it. To your point as well, I think it almost became quite glamorous to be really stressed out and running on no sleep. And busy. like, really busy. Oh, God, I'm so busy. Like, I've got this to do and I've got that. And it almost seemed really glamorous. But actually, when you're in that, mm. it's horrific. horrific. Yeah. And are you really living? I don't know. But are you really able to slow down and enjoy, enjoy what is good in your life? Mm. I just don't think you can't when you're rushing by. But yeah, it's kind of glamorized. And I think we have to kind of unpick that for ourselves a little bit and just get comfortable with yeah. not being okay. And I remember so the difference between my first child and my third child was that everything changed with my second. So my first child, I was like literally in Sainsbury's the next day after having a baby. I just, with my makeup on, I walked out the hospital, makeup, looked like nothing had happened. I just had this baby. And all the, all the nurses and the midwives were like, you literally don't know like you've had a baby. Sure. Like, Did you love like, it? Like, I loved it. I loved it. And I was in Sainsbury's. And I don't even know why now, looking back, I feel quite sad for myself. And I remember saying to my husband, I've got to go and sit in the car because everything's going to fall out of me. And I just... <laughs> right? And I was just, you know, I loved, I loved motherhood and I had a fab time and it was, it was actually quite fun. So I thought, let's do this again. And then it was not, it was very different. <laughs> the second one. The second one was very different. I had silent reflux, I had chronic kind of sleep deprivation. I was hallucinating, like hallucinating, like Atta was saying, I was like, I remember that. I was wild, not in a good way. <laughs> and crawling babies or? No, they were, so they, they, I had two boys and I'd always would have loved a girl. So I was kind of like, oh, I might not have a girl now. That's something to think about. And I just had like 10 cots in my room, it was really This small. was what you were hallucinating? This, yes, it wasn't real. Oh, right. And they were just girls, girl babies everywhere. And I remember being like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> anyway, I was not okay. I was oh. not okay. However, it just broke me down, that experience. It kind of just pulled all of that facade away from me because I had no energy left to hold it mm. up. I, I remember kind of putting my mascara whilst I was crying and then I just couldn't even bother to do that anymore. It was just too obvious that I wasn't okay. Anyway, so that took me on a real journey of just stripping my stripping all of that like fear of vulnerability away because mm. um, I had to be vulnerable. Otherwise, I actually don't know if I would have well, if I would be here right now. And then with my third, I remember sitting on the sofa, and my friend was going to come over, and I said I wanted to say to her, "Don't come over. I'm a mess." And I thought, wait a minute, I need her. I need her to come over and be in this mess with me. And I've tried that before and that didn't work. So I, I just took the don't out and I said, come over, I'm a mess. And she came and she just oh, stepped into my yeah. mess. And that was the difference, you know? And I think sometimes we need that stripping back mm. because we need, we need people, we need each other. We'll be right back after this short break. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? Yeah, and it's okay to reach out to that person and say, hey, mate. Yeah. Come sit in my mess with me. Yeah. Come sit in the mess. Because in the mess. I wonder, like, how many of you who've done that, like, panic tidy up when people are coming round, like, what are we trying to, like, cover up? Like, what, that we don't live and we don't move in our houses? Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Like, we just shoves everything in the cupboard. <laughs> in the car. Oh, in the car? Yeah. Come in. Yeah. If you come to my house and you look in, in the car, you'll see, like, it looks like James oh. lives in there. Because, um, yeah, if anyone's coming round, everything's gone in there. It's in the car. Breakfast don't open the car. Or yeah, or like open the washing machine. God knows what wow. you find in there. But we do that. You know, we do that with our lives, don't we? We do that with ourselves. And I think every now and again, I show something ridiculous in my house, like the inside of my fridge. Or the other day, I showed like a bit of my garage. Garage? garage. <laughs> I don't, what is it? I don't know. Sure. I'm from near Birmingham. So naturally, I say garage. But then I get laughed. Let's say garage. Garage. Let's okay, let's go garage. Or my freezer drawers that I've rage open so many times that they're literally like dangerous shards <laughs> and I get all these people saying oh my gosh I, I feel so relieved because my freezer looks like that oh. and I'm like that's amazing but if we're feeling relieved about the freezer yeah. drawers ridiculous <laughs> because we feel alone in our freezer yeah. drawers no wonder we feel ashamed yeah we don't feel about, worthy because we've got yeah. like dodgy freezer drawers yeah and no wonder we find it hard then to talk about the other messy stuff going on in our lives and our minds. You just talked about the rage drawers. Can you tell us, can we talk to us about rage? Because you did a brilliant article recently in the Daily Mail. Yeah. Um, You were talking about the modern mother and how full of rage we are. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, it's a thing. It's such a thing. And I think I really had, the reason I talked so much about rage is because I had to study it because I was quite concerned as to what happened to me. (laughs) What happened to you? So in the pandemic, I was just so angry. I just had all this kind of irritation and like everything was just like spurting out of me. Like just kind of with the kids, with my husband, anyone, every, I didn't see many people to be honest, but they, you know, it was a lot. It was a lot that they were on the receiving end of. And I was like, what the heck? Because I don't see myself as that much of a rageful person, or at least I didn't. So then I started thinking, well, I'm clearly not going to be the only one feeling this. And I started, because initially I think we just have this sense about rage. We judge ourselves. We don't like it. You know, it's we're like, like really bad. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. It should not be like this because to be a mother is to be loving and kind and patient and all of these things as if we lose half our personalities and our emotional spectrum as soon as we come out of the delivery room. Anyway, so I, had, so I just started exploring about rage and I felt that 
my whole attitude changed towards it when I started seeing it as overwhelm. Mm. Mm. Um, because really, when we think about it, when that rage comes up in us, often it is because we're depleted and we're overwhelmed. We've got a lot in us, and then it's coming out. And I remember this moment, and I was in the kitchen, and it was just full on. The kids, it was full on, and my husband was upstairs in lockdown, working. And I texted him, and I said, you've got to come down here because I, I am going to blow. I didn't even know what that was going to look like, but I knew it was not going to be good. And he didn't come down. <laughs> he didn't look at He didn't see his message. And I, I blew. And it was so physical. It was like so much was in me that I was... I screamed. It was like I couldn't even stand up straight. It was so physical. It was like everything had just come out because I think we just hold so much in. Yeah. But of our own stuff we're absorbing stuff from our children we've got all the stuff in our minds and it's too much and I felt so ashamed he literally ran down with his laptop I'll never forget it on the phone like this and he's going sorry guys um I've, I've I've got to go and the kids were crying even harder than they were before I just went upstairs and I was like this shameful mess did you not chuck a like a, a plastic toy on the floor I've done that as well all right yeah. <laughs> I mean, so there was a moment with a digger. The digger. The digger. The digger. Yes. Oh. You wanted to destroy the digger. And I, I've done it with a plate, okay. a plastic plate. It, I think it shattered more than a real plate. <laughs> but it's, and I think it's this holding on, this holding on, and this holding on, and this, and, it, and actually, humanly, we can't, we can't hold on to all of this stuff and do it well and respond in a way that we want to. On and on and on. It's like the keep calm, carry on thing only will, will only work so long because it's a coping mechanism. It's yeah. a survival strategy. But we're living like that as a lifestyle. And this is why I think we're finding ourselves more overwhelmed, more frustrated, more kind of questioning who we are, more anxious. You know, there's just... It's because it's not, it's just not sustainable. So yeah. I had to see it as overwhelm. I had to see it as this thundercloud. I imagine two thunderclouds. Number one, the one cloud is like your acknowledgement that to be a mother is to keep your children safe yeah. and to parent in a way that is conducive to bringing them up as good members of society. And then you've got that other part of you as a human being, which get stressed by stressful stuff and yep. children are stressful and if you think in any other situation if you had all this stuff coming at you if you were just having to swallow it down all the time and be kind and patient if someone was doing that in your workplace and just shouting at you you'd be like I'm out yeah oh my god I say Bye. this all yeah, the time yeah, exactly. I'm like when they come yeah. up and shout right in your face I'm like yeah. Don't do that to me. Yeah, in what world no, would you, you do that to someone? To like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but that's what, mm. you know, that rage and that overwhelm is, is that kind of those two clouds kind of meeting together and forming yeah. a storm, like where you might be eyeing up the door and thinking, I just need to get out for a bit, but you know you can't. Mm. Okay. And I think we need to find other ways to kind of, to address this, so... You're not throwing plates and smashing diggers. And so tips that we can do to kind of get the, the balance back at home. Yeah. Yes. Are we going to do a little exercise? Yeah. Well? Are you guys up for doing a little exercise? Yeah, they are. They're not up the jumping variety. Uh, yeah. Don't worry. James looks oh, excited. Yes. Oh, so Anna, little exercise yes. for us. Okay. This is just one of the things that I find really helpful. You might have learnt it on a prenatal birthing course or whatever on yoga. Um, but it's simply just the really kind of basic grounding breath. And I never knew that this was going to be so flipping useful okay. in parenting. Let's do it. Okay. Come on. Right. 
just drop your shoulders because I think often okay. we have them so high up, don't we? Because we're just carrying a lot. And then the other thing is just to kind of also loosen your jaw. SJ, drop your shoulders. Drop them. <laughs> <laughs> just loosen your jaw because I think we can hold so much tension there as well. And then we're just going to breathe in for four and it's just going to go all the way down to your tummy and then out for, let's do out for six. We're just going to do it four times. But I want you to think, how do you feel in your body right now? How do you feel in your body? So we're going to breathe in for four. One, two, three, four. Out for six. Two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four, five. And I just think, is there anything that you feel just a little bit more grounded or a little bit more calm? Because what you do when you're doing that, and you can do this standing in the kitchen, driving in the car, you're telling your body that you're safe. Because when we're living in this kind of fight or flight heightened state on the treadmill, our bodies, we're rushing around. If you find yourself running from one room of the house to the other, you know, just ask yourself, can you just... Slow down, even physically, even the speed at which you're talking sometimes, just to tell, because what you're doing is you're telling your body that you're safe. You're telling your body that it's okay, don't need to be running. Just be calm. I don't need to I mean, I'm not gonna, it was dangerous for me to close my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Anna, thank you so, oh, so much for coming her. and joining us on stage tonight. Ladies That's and gentlemen, it. Anna Oh, I'm, do you know what? I'm so glad that she's our mate as well, because actually you can ring up yeah. Anna and you could be like, hey, Anna, how are you doing? And she's like, yeah, I'm great. How are you? And you go, well, actually, can you help me out with this problem, please? And then, no, she's just, she's a wonderful human being. She yeah, really knows she her stuff. Is. I think some people just have that edge to make you feel calm and yeah. understood. And she just, she just absolutely has that. Um, yeah. But anyway, before we go, we do want to thank some of the amazing brands that contributed to our goodie bags. And because we want to share it with all of you, even those that couldn't make it down, we have some amazing discount codes. I'm going to kick off the Uncommon Wine. So they are canned sparkling wines. I absolutely love them. Now you can get 40% off if you use the code MUMMERS40. And that's at their website, which is vruncommon.co.uk. Um, so yeah, check them out. They are incredible. Yeah, and I'm going to move on to Never Fully Dressed, one of our favourite fashion brands. Um, they provided all of the amazing um, tote bags that we used on the night. Um, and uh, they're, they're quite sort of famous. They're quite kind of known for the boobs on the bags. They're brilliant. Obviously, they do totes and things like that, but they also do like incredible outfits. Um, I am sort of head to toe, never fully dressed whenever I can be actually. So great for like bold prints, really big colours. Have a little look online. They do some great deliveries as well. So yeah, not short in time for Christmas, but maybe a New Year's outfit could come. Yeah, love them. Um, you also will notice that Zoe and I have been having our nails done a little bit more regularly this yeah. year. Um, we've been working with Biosculpture and they are offering 10% off if you want to buy their home kits and you just have to use the code made by mummers and that will be for 10 sent off on their website love that uh, another one that we want to say thank you to a gold collagen they were in the goodie bag they are these incredible sheet masks as you know georgia and i are massive fans of anything to do with beauty um, and if like us you believe that we all need a little bit of extra injection of collagen these are 
I mean, some of the best sheet, sheet masks out there. They're inc- I mean, collagen is the answer to youthfulness. So make sure you get yourself some of those. We love them. Yeah, and so good as well if you've been drinking a lot over the festive season. Oh, to yeah. make your skin look like it's actually hydrated. You're done. You look alive again. Um, and then just to finish up, another skincare brand, Kate Somerville. Oh. Just an amazing skincare brand. They, I mean, gosh, she really knows. Yeah. She really knows her stuff. We actually had the age repair cream in the gift bag, but there. Just check out the range because there are some really beautiful stuff. And if you've got sensitive skin, like again, like amazing for sensitive skin. So yeah, definitely check them out. I, I use the exfoliate, and um, oh yes, yeah, it's just it's just a great kind of gentle face scrub. But I just keep it in the shower with me, and then I use it sort of three or four times a week. It's brilliant. Yeah, yeah really brilliant. rate it. Um, thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. Um, good luck with the last minute shopping if you're doing any and if you're very well prepped sit back and have a large glass of wine on us (laughs) (laughs) we're jealous yeah we're very jealous Um, as always please give our podcast um, a little review if you've got time to do it and you can also um, rate it you can subscribe to it and you can follow it as well yeah please do and any suggestions for guests you'd like to hear from in the new year then please drop us a DM we're on at made by mamas on Instagram and we'll be back on Friday Made by Mamas is an Insanity podcast production and today's episode was produced by the lovely Charlotte Mason. Insanity Group. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.